We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Show. Holly is in for Julia today. Julia is getting all decked out in red and white. Why? Because we think she's going to be uh, taking part in the Nationals World Series Championship Parade tomorrow in the District of Columbia. Oh, I know. I, I hope she. I hope somebody like has some big like human sized slingshot and they can just like slingshot her up into the. <laughs> Up into the truck bed with the Nationals. <laughs> and she lands in DeSoto's lap. She lands on Rendon's lap. Rendon's like, lap. I hope someone gives her a little hanky to wave. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm always hoping for bigger things. A human slingshot for my girl. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, it's uh, time for a little game here. You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia to beat, beat Shazam. Shazam. Okay, let's see how you two do today. It's so funny that I draw a scoreboard uh, like my scoreboard you, you do. i so, do what it's, is it with you in the scoreboard i i don't know i get excited i'm worried i won't know who's got that you're not keeping score somebody okay. has to no that's fine you guys keep right. score all right i need you to identify the artist we'll start in the 60s they were big um, uh, herman's hermits herman's hermits is correct yes herman's hermits good job Lori. so one point for you all right, we'll move into the 70s. A very distinctive voice. Who's this? I Neil Young. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Neil Young's Heart of Gold. Oh, I got that one. I saw him at the Target Center like in, oh, I can't remember what year, but it was like one of the most phenomenal concerts. It was, oh, I want to say, I can't remember. We'd have to look it up, but it was a real eclectic. It was Neil Young and... Maybe like Soul Asylum. So in oh. the nineties, yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, it was Neil it was, Young had the song in the nineties. There's a place tall downtown, yes, where the hippies yes, all go. Yes. So that was in the mid nineties, and it was yeah. like really a hip. Like I just remember it was a great yeah. concert because I wasn't really a Neil Young fan in. You know, like yeah, the Russ never sleeps and all that, right, and people right. really like that. And I was into Prince and Madonna and Cyndi Lauper and the Go Go's. I'm like, who is this Neil Young and his bad voice? <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> I did see him at the Target Center with Crosby, Stills and Nash. Now that was an evening. Oh, Crosby, do you remember Stills, what Nash year that was? Would that it had to have been, been the early '90s, okay. probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's one to one as Whoa. we move into the '80s. Who's this? Robert Plant? 
No, Robert Palmer. Th- yeah, there Robert it is. Palmer. Robert Palmer. I could see the girls, you know, Dancing with their guitar. That was yes. a Halloween costume that year that that video came out. With the slick back hair. Yeah, you'd yeah. get a guy and he would dress like Robert Palmer and then, you know, the, the whole group of girls could just, it was some, that was a, that might have been a couple years in a row, that costume. Oh, hey, well, yeah. there were several videos that featured the, 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 the hot the, look. Yes, yeah, and you could just were. go as the group of girls and you just have your guitars and yeah, it was really good. All right, so what have we got? Two to one for Lori? <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's see. Moving into the nine, no. Yeah, the 90s. Who's this? Oh, this is Zappy. Brian is Adams. Yes. Uh, more and- middle school dance songs. Oh, <laughs> Everything I do, I do, do for, for you. you. That that was in movies. It was in Robin was, Hood, I think. Yes. Yeah, it was in Robin Hood with mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Yeah, doing a terrible British accent. That <laughs> was a terrible movie. With a hot soundtrack. Yes. Okay. All right. So two it's to two. Two to two. As we move into the 2000s, this was a hit not that long ago, but do you remember who sang it? Body like a back oh, um, Sam, Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. I'm too afraid to say his name on yeah. the radio. <laughs> oh my gosh, he Sam played. Hunt. He played Labor Day weekend like two years ago at the State Fair. It was the year that it poured rain, and I had to help the ESPN boys sell ponchos. I was just throwing ponchos at people, and they were taking money. It was a downpour. It was a sold-out day, and all the country cuties and hotties were at the fair. It was Labor Day. It might have been three years ago. That's my favorite memory. And uh, so now we're going to change things up. No more disco. We're done with the disco. So what we're going to do is this. What disco? Donnie you know, I would always throw disco. in a disco song. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of done with that. Oh, shoot. Now. Don't ever be done with disco, well, Donnie. I'll bring There's it back. So I, can always, I can always bring it back. I'm going to play you a song from a movie, and you have to identify the movie from which it came. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay? Lord. okay. Here this we go. is an easy one. Uh-huh. This song was in what movie? This song, what movie? Back to the Future. Yes. yes. Back to the Future, Huey Lewis and the News. That is a soundtrack I did not buy. That was not my jam, that you didn't movie. Like Huey it Lewis was the news? No, not, Back to the Future? Well, it was okay, but yeah. Man, like, that is a, like a basic cable classic. No, I, yeah. I, okay, now it's tied up, Donnie. What are you going to do? Oh, crap. I didn't do a seven. Song. Well, you just think oh, no. of one off the top oh, of your boy, damn yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can go back to the 50s, I suppose, but I'm not going to do oh. that. Uh, oh, we yeah. do another one from a movie. Another one from a Play movie. Play a theme song from a movie. I okay. mean, I got, I have soundtracks: Clueless, Valley Girl, uh, uh, Dirty see. Dancing. That is a great soundtrack. Well, Donnie's uh, not going to play any of those now. That well, you named them I know. All. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And that was that was Bert Bacharach. Uh, yes, Bacharach. That, that did win the Oscar that year. Still, that is another one. If that comes on, I'm watching it. The movie? The movie. The movie. I oh always watch the movie. Yes. Catherine Ross was... And it, just to refill your Robert Redford memory bank for really... If you need a, a visual sometime, because he was beyond hot. And, oh, yeah. Well, let's not forget about Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. Well, no, Paul yeah. was absolutely... But, like, the... Yes. I, I, peak Redford. Peak Redford. Was happening. Redford, yeah. yeah. 
that mm. beautiful blonde hair. Yep, Remember when someone around here realized that the Robert Redford meme was Robert Redford? Remember the guy in the... <laughs> Yes. The bearded coats. <laughs> Jeremiah, Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson that that was Robert Redford. That also is the person that, you know, had the revelation, courtesy of me, that cucumbers grow into pickles. <laughs> That's right. And we love that person we very, 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 very much. No, it is. It is. Listen, I mean, I had an epiphany last week at the damn MCAT. I had no idea screen printing involved a screen thus the name until we were swishing so there's no end to when you can stop being dazzled by new information only about a couple years ago that i realized that the d in disney was not a backwards g think about the logo I didn't know it was the letter D. I just thought it was the weird way that Walt Disney signed oh, his name. Oh, oh my god! It looks oh, like a backwards okay. See? And, and then I thought it was... You put the C in oh, single. I still that. cannot hear her saying yeah. you put the C. She's going, you put the C. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I still think it's her clever you know, way. Because single, if you think about it, it should be spelled with a C. I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here's some random intelligence that we just got tweeted, you guys. Please, we need some. (laughs) Yeah, um, you know, I just tweeted Celine Dion that we were welcoming her to Minnesota a couple hours ago. Bonjour, Celine. Bonjour, Celine. (laughs) Comment allez-vous? And Heart Jewelry tweeted us uh, about 45 minutes ago and said, apparently, friends ran into Celine last night at a haunted house. What? Oh, wow. Here in Minneapolis? Here they can <gasps> verify. I cannot. I wasn't there, but I can totally see it, you know, because she's with her kids. Nelson what would and you, Eddie. Nelson and Eddie. Mm. What would be the more perfect way <laughs> to kind of go and enjoy anonymity, but be in a costume, but then the minute she opens her mouth or yeah, whatever, yeah. or would get around. But how exciting is that? I wonder oh. which one. Yeah. The Haunted Hayride. Valley Scare. Scare. They were probably staying, you know, downtown Minneapolis. I'm thinking at, um, is it, it used to be the Graves, the one right across from the Target Center. I don't know what it is. Is it Lowe's? Uh, I is think. it a Lowe's, Lowe's now? I think. think so. Originally started as a Meridian. Yes. Yes, it has gone through many iterations. Yeah, but it's still, they have the rock and roll suite up on the top floor when it opened as a Graves. Um, Julia and I had a tour, uh, Sally. Ableitner, she's now at the Intercontinental Hotel, but we did some things at the Meridian mm-hmm. when they first opened. But she gave us a tour, and there, there are two huge suites that face the Target Center, and on the back side of the hotel, there may be like maybe eight suites along there, but they take up basically these two big suites take up. It's where like Elton would stay, or Fun. Cher, or Celine, and la la la, and it was just piano and i mean really opulent she 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 Mm -hmm. and i have always heard that there is a way or i don't even know if this is urban legend maybe someone or myth i can't remember if sally told me this i can't remember if i made it up but the story is somewhere in my head i have it that there's like a tunnel or there's a way for people to get from the graves into the target center that totally Ooh. makes sense. 
We have to find that. Yeah, we wow, must discover. It's a, a long tunnel. Not really. No, really. Not, not really. Just, uh, one it's city literally block. across yeah. the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. one city block. I mean, you just cross. I the mean, street. all these places always have underneath, and I cool. don't know. So, because you never see any of these stars or the visiting basketball teams, you never see them cross the street and go in. I bet it exists, and we need well, intel. We do. I just assume they. Jump into a, a limo and go into the underground to target. the back. Yeah, the back of the target center. Donnie, the you're probably parking. totally right. <laughs> I want to believe in your tunnel, Lori. Uh, thank you. Well, I want to believe. Uh, romantic. Yeah. A, <laughs> All limo. right. Okay. So here is this is just a little. Uh, I think a good news. Um, good news for our Duluth and Mankato listeners, right? Now. Well, well, okay. I'm not sure the hello. signal quite gets there. Oh, well, it does, Joy. Uh, really? Donnie, with podcasting, streaming, oh, and all of corrected. that. We're you are so right. Yeah, I just want to give a big shout out to Sun Country because they are, uh, it's a first of a kind partnership where, because one of the things with these smaller markets is that there's less, and it, it's expensive to fly out of there. There's not a lot of uh, choices for times and stuff. So I know a lot of people, will you know from Mankato or Duluth will try and arrange they have bus shuttle services anyway Sun Country is partnered with this company that it, two former employees of Alaska Airlines notice rural markets across the US had diminishing access to affordable airfare so they started a company called Landline partnering with airlines that aren't huge like a Delta to offer bus to the airport and then they can buy a ticket that's all inclusive. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. That includes your bus ride from Duluth to Mankato. Then the airline is responsible for you from the beginning there instead of when you, you get know. on the plane. So they're responsible for your bus journey once yes. you get on the bus. Well, that's a great idea. It? Love so, it. Yeah, the big three airlines have large enough fleets to to service smaller markets and they're getting rid of their small 50 seat planes. Yes. So that's kind of what's happening. So uh, anyway, it's a sun country is landlines launch customer and Minnesota will be the first market to test it. So, um, so this shifts the burden of arriving on time from the passenger to the airline and landline. Cool. Yeah. I love it. And I love they it. tested it this summer, but beginning uh, last week, the bus service is available on the websites for flights starting next week. So it's just giving low fare opportunities to the smaller markets. And right now, just starting Mankato and Sun Country, but they're looking at uh, adding, like there's four round trips to Duluth and five round trips to Mankato daily. Perfect. Super Love cool, it. right? Yay. All right, so that's a little uh, travel random news. I don't know if anyone else has any random news for us uh, now this seems like the study of da. here's one the study of da yeah. our biggest wor- we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming. 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Worry in life is not getting out of debt. Well, now that doesn't seem one. like That's we a needed one. a study for that because I feel like that is generally financial concern top the list 85% of people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that has been the story since the beginning of time. Death and taxes. Yeah, death (laughs) and taxes. And out of the various age groups, more than half of millennials and Gen Z uh, feel stressed at least once every day. And that's almost... About money or just in general? Just in general. 67 and 63, 67% of millennials, 63% of Gen Z... Stressed out at least once a day. I mean, welcome to that age. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's a reason why nobody ever wants to repeat their teens, 20s, or 30s once you get past those ages and you look back, you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Was that ever stressful trying to figure everything Uh, out? You just go through your quarter life crisis and it's just like you're trying to. Did you go through a quarter at 25? Oh, hell yes. I mean, it was like you go through all of that. I mean, because one of the things that I went through was going through college and then you just fall off a cliff because it's just like oh so i'm supposed to just flip on a dime and do a complete 180 like getting it's, into adulthood is, is a process is, yeah, it's and, not easy. and honing that and then once you get over the other side of it you're like oh yeah i mean there's gonna be the ebbs and the flows and the good and the bad and but like you don't all of really that. know it at the time so no. it just all feels very intense it's super intense and then hormones yeah. On top of all of that, <laughs> and then hormones. going out, and then going out. I because mean, no matter what, I would always find money for going out. Going I would be out, like, yeah. "Yes, I can live. I can eat ramen." Yeah, yeah. 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 But we're gonna go but out. We're going out. <laughs> it's too stressful. Anyway, so that it seems like, uh, and the Happy Meal turns forty. Everybody, oh, Mazel Happy Meal! Yeah, McDonald's to celebrate is bringing back retro toys, including. The cowboy, the fireman, mailman McNuggets, the hamburger that turns into a robot. Yeah, they the are. That's the best. Patty the platypus beanie baby. I mean, they're a Dalmatian's toy, Hello Kitty, a Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Oh, what is that? Tamagotchi. What is that? It's a, a robotic or Thing. like a computer little animal that yeah, you have little, to feed, otherwise it's the little croaks. Japanese, oh. my little pony, oh, a okay. Furby's. Oh, oh my god. The greatest of Power Rangers. If you buy a Happy Meal, you'll get one of 17 classic McDonald's Happy Meal toys, some of which sell for big bucks on eBay. I'm sure they do. The originals, yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday, November 1st. Neil Justin from the Star Tribune. He covers uh, all things media. Hey, Neil. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? We are good. We want to talk to you. We're dying to talk to you about uh, Apple TV and the morning Mm -hmm. show. And I just, I don't know if this happened to you, but Roger Friedman for Showbiz 411 couldn't believe that the publicist last night sent out the rest of the episodes to media and then outlined all the spoilers that would be in all the upcoming episodes. And it just, he was pissed. Did that happen oh, to you? I feel bad for Roger. I, uh, they did send me and I just ignored it. Uh, you did? Because I don't, yeah. Okay. Uh, when I saw spoilers, I just, uh, cause I haven't watched them all. I've watched the first three and, and uh, the, I thought they were quite good. 
You did? Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I think I think Apple TV is going to cost four ninety nine a month, and uh, at least right now, and they're offering a lot. And I haven't seen a lot. I've seen a couple of series, but the morning show alone, I think, if you're looking for. Uh, look, the big draw is Reese Witherspoon and, and Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's an interesting uh, story uh, that uh, touches on the Me Too movement more than touches on it. Right. And the morning shows, which I think people are fascinated with what goes on behind the scenes. We are. And mm-hmm. it feels like it's somewhat accurate. Brian uh, Stelter, who wrote the Top of the Morning book and mm-hmm. is a media reporter for CNN, formerly the New York Times, was a consultant on the show. And some of this stuff is exaggerated, obviously, but it feels real from what I know of that world. Yeah. And it's uh, fun to peek behind the curtain. Lots of, you know, big stars and familiar faces pop up. Uh, you know, Mindy Kaling makes an appearance at one point, just as an example. And mm-hmm. um, everybody wanted to play, I think, with Jennifer and Reese. And Mimi Letter, who's a terrific director who did a lot of West Wings at ER, is uh, one of the people behind the camera. And uh, so it's top-notch entertainment on both sides of the camera. Uh, I liked it a lot. Okay, all right, good. I know we all like wanted to get Apple just for this show. We've been talking about it, I feel like, for a year. Yeah, I think they put the heavy heavy marketing on the show, which is interesting because they've got a lot of big names uh, Mm -hmm. on other shows, uh, but this is the one they think is going to generate the most interest, and, and rightly so. Jennifer Anderson hasn't done a series since uh, something called Friends, mm-hmm. and uh, they got Steve Carell. It's not a huge role, but he's in more of it than you might think. And like I said, there, there's a lot of other good people, and it's smartly written. It, it kind of reminds me of broadcast news and, and that kind of... Uh, it, it is got some comedy elements to it. It's not outrageous, but um, there's plenty that, that you never feel like you're watching a serious drama. I would say... The tone is similar to The West Wing, if, if okay. you like that show. All right, did, did, did you watch any of the other Apple shows? Because I think there's only like six shows right now on Apple TV. Yeah, the only other one I watched was uh, Dickinson, which uh, is kind of a noble attempt to make Emily Dickinson hip. Yeah. Uh, they got that uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pop star slash actress to play Emily Dickinson as a, as a teenager. Does it work? And it sort of... Uh, I think it's a noble effort that might have made an interesting movie, a short movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a little bit desperate to reach out to young people. There's pop music and sexy. But we like and, that. And that's what Rain <laughs> did. I mean, that's what we like, Neil. You know, okay, so Lori is the queen of the CW. Oh, she loves yeah. all of this oh, stuff. I love <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> well, then, yeah, as I said, it's like she just stumbled out of Dawson's Creek. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, it's also about a poet. Lori. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you a big Emily Dickinson, a mopey poet? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Leave the mopiness okay. aside. Let's let's get. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's hard to avoid uh, the the poetry stuff. So it's it'll be interesting. I don't know who the audience is. It might okay. be you, uh, mm. but I think it's supposed to be younger people. And right, whether they like it or not, they're going to learn some stuff about Emily Dickinson. I learned some stuff about her. Uh, just watch it. I had to look it up to see what was true and, and what wasn't. And it seemed, despite the modern-day lingo uh, and music, uh, it seems to be 
sticking close to actual events of her right. of her youth. So, uh, you know, they've got a lot of other stuff that seems intriguing, but now we've got Disney Plus right around the corner. I know. And oh. That starts uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I'm just starting to dig into that, and then HBO Max is coming soon, and... Uh, so people are going to have to make some decisions as to how they want to spend their money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very it's kind of is confusing. Well, I I am curious. I the, I think you did put it down as one of your uh, TV critics picks, uh, the American Son, because uh, mm-hmm. Carrie Washington when she was doing interviews when she was doing that show on Broadway, and now it's on streaming today on Netflix. Yeah, it's a little wordy. I mean, it definitely feels like a play. You never forget you're watching a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the director, I, I can't think of who directed uh, the TV version. It might have been Kenny Leon, uh Does his best to sort of expand it a little bit. There are some flashbacks and the camera moves around. But it basically takes place in a police waiting station. It's a couple uh, trying to find out some information about their missing son and it deals a lot with uh, uh, racial issues of today. Philip mm-hmm. um, Casillo's name comes up at, at, at some point, okay. uh, and dealing with sort of the perils of being a young black man in a major city. Uh, in this case, just outside of Miami, I believe. Um, it's a little earnest. It's a little preachy. I mean, the, the dialogue seems like an excuse to sort of have this discussion. It doesn't necessarily feel real, but. Uh, Carrie Washington's terrific. It's just if you're a fan of Scandal, it's a little might be a little hard to watch her break down every every few minutes. Yeah, but it sort of makes sense, right? The character, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is yeah, where her son is, uh, but she this is not Olivia Pope. Okay, all right, all right. And then, do you think Neil that the um, you know, I mean, this whole with all the streaming and stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Do you think people will ha- just get fatigued for all of it, or we'll just have it for a couple months and then we'll drop it and then go to something else? Or I don't know. I think there'll be a lot of sampling. I yeah, don't think okay. everyone can survive, uh, but uh, it's going to be. Look, I always consider these moments. People ask the business question: What's going to last? What is yeah. something's going to suffer? But in the meantime, enjoy it. It's There's good for a consumers. Of great programming for yeah. the consumer, it's win-win-win. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much out there. Yeah, it's a little tough to decide what you're going to invest in. Yeah, uh, but that's better than not having many choices. And keep in mind, a lot of these services are going to offer great deals, if not free, uh, ways to check out what they've got. I think there are some ways to get Apple TV free for quite yeah. some time. Yeah, there, so you can get a little taste. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, true. you can get a taste, if not more than a little, and, and see what you like. This is a great time to make deals with the different streaming services. So hunt around and enjoy it uh, while it lasts. Um, you know, right now I'm watching a Disney Plus offering of Lady and the Tramp, which is a live-action version, kind of like what they did with Lion King and, yeah, it's and a good- Jungle Book. It's cute. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you like dogs, you're, you know, it's you're love the it. cutest dogs in the world oh. running around. <laughs> and, you know, is it worth whatever Disney's going to charge you? I don't know. Right. I need to see what else there is. But but if you like cute uh, dogs it, and Disney, then it just might be for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, so it's a, it's a fascinating time. And look, the networks aren't giving up. I mean, uh, I'm really interested to see what ABC does with The Little Mermaid next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you got, and that's just on regular old network television. And you know so. what show is great that I think it's doing well is like Stumptown. That is a good show. They're spending money on music and it, do you like that show? With Kobe? I do. Yeah. Uh, it was one of my picks of the new season. Uh, one of my favorites. It's got picked up for the whole season and, uh, you know, I don't know how good it's going to, I've only watched the first couple episodes, so you probably kept uh, kept up with it more than yeah, I have but I have. I'm a big Kobe Smulders fan and it's got that kind of Al- Elmer Leonard feel yes, to it um, like what we had with Justified yeah, yeah it's not quite as serious no. right I mean Justified got Ugh. pretty violent and pretty deep that's what we loved about is, it yeah uh, this one seems more like um, uh, you know mystery of the week but uh, at a character that's a bit jaded and has some problems and but you're not going to lose any sleep over. No. Hmm. How about have you had a chance to watch uh, season two of um, uh, Jack Ryan? I have not, not yet. Okay. No, but I enjoyed the first season. I did too. And um, I think that um, that's going to be around for a while. Yeah, yeah I, with John Krasinski. I mean, you've got, a lot of, you've got a lot of source material. And Wendell material. Pierce. I like yeah. Wendell Pierce yeah. a lot, too. Yeah. Um, you, Lori, you watch more TV than I do. I really do, <laughs> Neil. I, it's amazing uh, how much TV I do watch. Did you watch The Deuce? Were you a fan of that show? Because the finale happened this week. I, I do not keep up with that show. I should. I'm a big David Simon fan. Um, I, I like all his uh, other series. This one just didn't grab me at first, but I must confess, I didn't watch past the first season. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I that show that show got me. I, I yeah, and you that stuck was good. With it. I did. How about Mrs. Fletcher? Because I love Catherine Hahn. Have you seen? Yeah, that? I like Mrs. Fletcher a lot. You uh, do. This is really a great vehicle for her, and she's been kind of on the cusp of stardom oh. for a while, and she's had a lot of success behind the scenes. In fact, she uh, and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, are two of the producers on the morning show. And so that's uh, Je- Jennifer's uh, uh, business partner. Oh. Uh, and uh, so she's having a lot of success behind the scenes. But as an actress, she's always been in interesting stuff, but never really broken out. I- I'm hoping this will be her vehicle. It's, it's uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's about an empty nester and uh, slowly discovering her son's no angel and also slowly discovering... Uh, her libido and uh, her her freedom and it, it looks like an interesting journey. I, I've watched the first three episodes, I think. Yeah, and, just to, and it I'm came loved. on. It was it Sunday night? It came on HBO. Yeah. Started okay. Uh, you know, I don't know uh, what the audience is, but uh, if you like Sex in the City and want something a little bit more mature, I guess. Uh, uh, this uh, this would be a good vehicle. All right, nice. you know, watch Mrs. Fletcher. Yes. Also, thanks for the. Uh, letting us know that Melissa Peterman is going to be on Nashville Squares, which starts airing on CMT tonight. Fun. Yeah, she's, she's, she is the best game show uh, uh, helper. Yeah, she uh, really maybe is. ever. And of course, she loves you guys uh, and uh, loves doing game shows. So yeah, so be fun thanks to, for letting us know that. I wish Perfect. you would tweet more often, Neil. That's my only. I will thing. do it just. I will do it just for you, Lori. Okay, Aww. thank you, thank you, Neil. <laughs> Uh, We appreciate it. Take care. Have a great weekend. We come back. We're going to do a little Hollywood's weekend. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's weekend! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? I would like you to Hollywood speak, though. Yes. Um, 
Roger E. Uh, Roger Friedman from Four Showbiz Four One One. He's like, here's the question: What is going on with Apple? Why would they send out an email to the press? Who presumably all of us just watched the first three episodes of the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, the email asked reviewing press not to reveal any spoilers when we watch the shows. Then it listed all the spoilers. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the email. Oh, Apple, honey, (laughs) honey. Which, (laughs) at the end of his letter, well, then he's like, oh, he's not happy about uh, how the season goes. But And publicist, please, all you have to do is send a notice asking us not to reveal spoilers. You don't actually have to outline what they are. We are not stupid. We're not showbiz journalists everywhere. Come on. And th- and this is what happens at the end is that of the sixth sense. No, it's I mean Yeah. I see. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I think that somebody <laughs> wasn't thinking. I obviously because who would do that? Somebody's getting fired at Apple today that because li- it listed all the spoilers. So Roger Freeman said, "Well, that kind of ruined it for me." So I thought, "Well, I don't need to watch." Yeah, exactly. The la the in between. So he jumped right to episode ten. Well, right. It's like why wade through all of this? I've got other TV shows to watch. Goodness knows. Because episode ten is just three weeks after the first episode is set. Oh, oh so the span of time oh, is all, a three week yeah. window. Tight, yeah. Um, well, anyway, we know that. <laughs> anyway, wow. I can't believe the way all he says is I can't believe it's it's Sharknado at the morning show. And I can't believe the writer thought this was a way a hundred and fifty million dollar set of 10 episodes should end. Oh, no. Oh, so it's a bad ending. So what you're That's saying. That's what he's saying. Oh. I'm not going to say anymore, okay. but he's okay. like, he just missed. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and jumped right to ten because they'd all been spelled out for him. Anyway, has it already been renewed for a second season? Do we? I think it was given a two episode or two two year two order. seasons. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. all right. Yeah, well, hence that the one hundred fifty million dollar yeah. price yeah. tag. Right. Okay, so yesterday, um, uh, Olivia Coleman, who is playing. Queen Elizabeth and the Crown season four got was an awarded a CBE, which is the it's basically the highest ranking order of the British Empire award. Okay, excluding a knighthood and a damehood, the most excellent order. That's right, and she was awarded it by Princess Anne. In her full navy uniform. That's right, Princess Anne. But what has got people? Wagging their tongues and Buckingham Palace releasing a statement, which we know they only release statements on things that are true. Yes. Yes. The question is, is Prince Charles banning the crown actors from his events? Because season four, Prince Charles is prominently featured 
in season four, the young Prince Charles, and he's not too happy about what might be revealed. So a senior Buckingham Palace (laughs) staffer confirmed (laughs) this, you guys. A decision has been made to exclude the crown stars from a Netflix uh, event um, that some of the royal family will be at. And Charles was not aware of that decision. It was discussed by all the relevant households. And event organizers and agreed it was hard to see the relevance of attendance by the crown cast and would be a distraction to the ultimate messages of our planet. After of our all, planet? what? It's a it's a climate documentary <laughs> oh. on Netflix. Sorry, it's a serious documentary about saving the planet, not a launch of series. Uh, they, well, they call it season three of the Crown, but it's season four. The 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 decision was not at the request instruction or direction of any of the members of the royal family there is no blanket ban or boycott of the crown Mm. there is somebody that's why the cbe was presented by princess anne because this gets into young prince charles teens to 20s and he did this is when he meets lady diana spencer and camilla and camilla and the fact that they say there's no blanket ban or boycott of this uh of the crown and Olivia Coleman will be at Buckingham Palace and then she's at Buckingham, but it's not Prince Charles, it's Princess Anne. At the very least, it's Prince Charles's handlers understanding him and wanting to protect him or protecting themselves from him Do you being think crabby. He's genuinely worried about what the crown the crown will show of the young because I mean we really do see in season three Pater Familias, Prince Philip, how cold and cruel and mean he was to prince charles mm-hmm. yeah very sympathetic to charles but maybe you know they since they know what happens I, you know i don't think that prince charles maybe even gives a lot of thought to any of this stuff but it's his people's People. responsibility yeah, right. to not make the crown top of mind for good old chuck there all right <laughs> Okay, Antonio Banderas is making the rounds. His movie, Pain and Glory, which is loosely based on Pedro, how do you say his last name? Oh, Almodovar. Almodovar. Which he's been in many of his movies, and he's basically, Antonio is playing him. Chris Hewitt told us it was his fa- it's his favorite movie of the year. His only wow. four-star review this year. It just is opening. Yeah, there's uh, Oscar talk for... Uh, yes, for Antonio. For Antonio, yeah. So he was asked about... Um, he was on the Jess Cagle show, and he was asked about Madonna's Truth or Dare uh, documentary that came out in 1991, and he was featured in that drama. Huh. And here's the story. He said, I was finishing the Mambo Kings. Oh, that was a good oh, movie. Oh, with Andy Garcia. Hello. And she called me one morning. I thought someone was making a joke. I picked up my phone and it was Madonna. I couldn't believe it. She said, listen, I want to show you this documentary that you're in. I said, what? What are you talking about? And he made sure to note that Madonna said, listen, if you don't like it, I'll take you out of the film. But he ultimately, it's basically... He, He's like dangled in that thing as a heartthrob. She's like, oh, hot, hot, hot. And as Entertainment uh, Tonight notes, he was married to Anna Lisa at the time, but they later split and he married Melanie Griffith in 96. Yes. The same year he co-starred with Madonna and Evita, but this, uh, you know, Truth or Dare is 1991. Madonna, in an interview with Howard Stern a couple years ago, asked if she ever hooked up with him. Here's what she said. I wished 
I had a big crush on him, but he was with Melanie Griffith. She never left his side. Yeah. Well, I no, wonder we know why. Yeah, wonder why. <laughs> and we did I, always hear that that she broke his marriage up. That she made a movie with Antonia. They were filming in like Vancouver. Sounds maybe someplace on location. On location, mm-hmm. and he left his wife for Melanie Griffith, and she kind of quit acting. And she followed him movie set to movie set. She never left him alone. His chaperone, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would have left him alone either. I wouldn't have either. Oh, boy. So that took a long time to get down. By the way, poor Maroon 5, they were like fifth on the list for the Super Bowl this year. Pink told us she was asked after Rihanna and Cardi B turned it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Maroon 5, better luck And next she time. told the Super Bowl they should hire Janet Jackson. So yes! yay, Pink. That's who's owed a Super Bowl makeup. All right, we'll be back. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton, for the stay.